reading sex. The stories here are all aged horny, and some also corny but most definitely, all of the stories are downright sexy with adult themes, sexually explicit content and strong language. I have not written these characters and stories. I just love reading them. Victoria and Roger, Animates Written by Wire Paladin Victoria and Roger hit it off on their first date then learn they both have an enema fetish. This story was originally Victoria and Roger and their budding romance. Although there is sex and anal sex it is primarily an enema story, Wire Paladin. I'm depressed. Sitting here with just my kitty cat for company, I'm in a blue mood. I guess I should introduce myself. I'm Victoria Barnett, a single 26-year-old woman. I'm a junior loan officer with a local bank. I'm 5 feet 4 inches tall and weigh 109 pounds and have strawberry blonde hair. My looks, I suppose, would be rated only a little above average, although I do have a trim body from jogging 3 miles daily. Why am I depressed you ask? I haven't had a date in three months. Oh, it's not sexual frustration, I have my toys and my secret, it's just that I'd like to get out with some male companionship. My secret? I love enemas. To me nothing is more relaxing than a nice warm two-quart enema followed by a hot bath and a glass or two of wine and since I'm stuck at home tonight, that's what I'm going to do. After administering my enema, I'm lounging in my bath. Sipping a nice crisp Chardonnay and thinking. I'm thinking I want to go out and have some fun. One of the men I work with has asked me out several times but I have an aversion to dating co-workers. Maybe it's time to rethink that prohibition, after all he is a handsome, single, successful gentleman, the type of man that I would be attracted to in other circumstances. Just maybe. I dressed especially nicely for work Monday morning. A summer weight white dress with an embroidered yellow bird above my left breast hiding my lacy, sexy lingerie, hosiery and matching yellow high heels complemented by a yellow handbag. Yes, I was fishing for compliments. The first to notice me was the gentleman I'd mentioned earlier, Roger Buckingham. Good morning Victoria, aren't you looking lovely this morning, you're a vision of spring. Thank you for noticing Roger, and how you are this beautiful morning, I inquired. I'm fine Victoria, although I'd be even better if you'd agree to go to the theater and dinner come Friday night. Can I induce you to say yes? Think back my resolution against dating co-workers, I decided I'd changed my mind. Roger, that would be wonderful, I accept. Splendid, if you'll give me your address, I'll pick you up at your home at 6.30. The play starts at 7 so we'll have plenty of time. Then we can have a late dinner afterwards. I'm looking forward to it, Roger. Until Friday then, he remarked. The week dragged on and on. I was so looking forward to Friday evening that time just couldn't pass quickly enough. Finally, Friday's work day was over. I rushed home to bathe and dress. I was so nervous I even gave myself a quick enema to help me relax. After feeding my kitty and promptly at 6.30 there was a knock at my door. Hello Roger, are we set to go? Victoria, you look smashing, as he escorted me to his automobile, opening the door for me, 
such a delightful outfit you're wearing. It was a pale lavender dress in a gossamer fabric complemented by a Hermes scarf. Thank you, Roger. The play was an uproariously funny comedy. I totally enjoyed myself. My stomach muscles ached from all my laughing and dinner was even more pleasant. We had a pre-dinner cocktail then lobster entrees accompanied with a brisk white wine. Roger was a witty conversationalist and we lingered over coffee, after dinner drinks and a light dessert. Roger drove me home, opened my door for me and took my hand, helping me out. He walked me to the door and waited while I unlocked it. Then he asked if he could kiss me goodnight. Of course you may kiss me but would you care to come in for a nightcap, too, I answered. Taking me in his arms, he kissed me and said, I'd love a nightcap. We entered and I showed him where the liquor was stored, asking if he would make the drinks while I changed into something more comfortable. I put on a set of lounging pajamas and a dressy robe. When I entered the living room our drinks were waiting on the cocktail table. I put on some music and sat on the sofa near Roger. We talked, getting to know each other. Some minutes later Roger asked to use the facilities. I directed him to the last door on the right. After finishing and washing his hands, Roger noticed, hanging on the back of the bathroom door, an enema bag, tubing, and nozzle. Being an enema enthusiast himself, Roger wondered if he'd met a kindred soul. He also noted that the equipment was still damp. Had she come home and had an enema before their date he wondered. How could he draw her out? Walking back into the room Roger seated himself next to Victoria and again engaged her in conversation. Listening to the music he had an idea. He asked her to dance. As they slowly danced, Victoria pressed her breasts against him and drew him closer. Roger allowed his hands to creep down her back. He began stroking her bottom and was pleasantly surprised by Victoria's reaction as she both pressed herself tighter to him and pushed her bottom back to meet his caresses. While they danced he whispered endearments in her ear, telling her how sweet she smelled, how attractive she was and how he was madly taken by her beautiful derriere. Roger, you're too kind. Do you really like my bottom? I think it's too big. Victoria, it's perfect, he breathed. After the song had ended, they again sat and finished their drinks. Recognizing the lateness of the hour, Roger knew tonight would not be the night. He said, Victoria, I want to see you again. I can't remember when I've had a more pleasant evening. I'll echo that sentiment, I've thoroughly enjoyed myself, and yes, I do want to see you again. Victoria, if I'm not being to forward, may I see you tomorrow evening? Roger, I'll tell you what. Why don't you come by tomorrow evening around seven and I'll cook, does that appeal to you? Victoria, that sounds splendid. I'll see you tomorrow evening. May I bring the wine? That would be nice. Please make it a red as I'm serving beef. After Roger departed Victoria went into the bathroom to get ready for bed. She noted that her everyday robe had been pulled aside allowing her enema equipment to be seen. She wondered about Roger, after he'd come from the bathroom he'd become attentive to her bottom, she wondered if he had seen her toy and she wondered if she might have found her enemate. Just the thought made her tingle. As she lay in bed she slowly massaged her sex. 
Dreams of being across Roger's lap, being filled by his gentle hands brought a whimsical smile to her face as she drifted off to sleep. She wanted to make both dinner and herself special for her upcoming evening with Roger. She shopped at the finest butcher's shop, buying hand-cut fillets. She went to the farmer's market and selected garden-fresh salad greens and a pound of white asparagus and lastly at a nice chocolate shop where she selected some decadently delicious chocolate-dipped strawberries for dessert. Back at home she prepared the salad greens, she'd mix in a balsamic vinegar dressing and dress the salad just before serving. She planned on grilling the steaks and steaming the asparagus just before Roger was to arrive. Victoria was nervous, it had been a long time since she'd entertained a man in her home and she was already very fond of Roger, she wanted to make a good impression. She went to her bedroom to ready herself. Because of Roger's positive comments about her bottom she wanted to choose clothing that accentuated her there. She opted for a pair of slacks that fit her snugly along with a clingy silk blouse. The slacks were white and the blouse was a plum color. She considered a thong but decided Roger might appreciate a panty line. Her choice was a pair of white French cut bikinis trimmed in lace and a lacy white brassiere which she laid out on her chair. Victoria needed to relax, she was jittery with nerves. She decided to have a small one-quart chamomile tea enema and lie down for a few minutes. She wanted to retain her enema for a little while to let the chamomile relax her. Nude she lay on her bed on her left side, she raised her right leg, inserted her tube and let the flow begin. She adored the warm, full feeling she received as the warm water filled her bowels. After emptying the bag she lay, just relaxing. Fifteen minutes later she expelled and drew a hot bath, adding peach-scented bath salts. Exiting the bath she dried, rubbed on a body lotion and spritzed a little perfume behind each ear, between her breasts and, yes, even a little on her mons venerous. She put a light amount of makeup on and brushed her hair. It was after six and she needed to get dinner prepared. She brought water to a boil and set the asparagus to steam while she heated the broiler for the steaks. While the vegetables steamed she whipped up a blender hollandaise sauce. With just a light dusting of salt and pepper she broiled the steaks, nothing more was needed. She'd take a chance that Roger liked his medium rare. She put the food in the oven to hold it, stirred up her vinaigrette and dressed the salad. Finally she set the table. Dinner was ready. Still having several minutes before Roger was to arrive she checked her makeup refreshed her lipstick and turned on the music. Then she sat down and waited. Promptly at seven Roger knocked on the door. She greeted him with a light kiss and led him to the kitchen so they could open the wine. He'd brought two bottles, a 1985 Chateau Lafite Rothschild and a Madeira. As she led him to the kitchen Roger couldn't help gazing at and admiring Victoria's succulent bottom and, oh how he loved her panty lines. He was nearly drooling in anticipation. It was evident to him that she had dressed to accentuate her posterior. She was no real wine connoisseur but even she realized a Chateau Lafite was an expensive wine and the Madeira was a 1954. She was impressed and it was evident he was trying to impress her. Roger perhaps you'd like to wash up while I serve. She really wanted him to go to the bathroom, she'd hung her enema bag where he couldn't help but notice. Roger did notice.
he also saw that it was still damp. He was sure that she had used it recently and it was obvious that she wanted him to know. His manhood swelled a little at that tidbit of information. When he came out dinner was served. They were enjoying companionable conversation, learning about each other when Victoria, sipping from her goblet commented, Roger, this wine is exquisite, where did you find it? It, along with the Madeira was just something I had on hand, he answered. Roger had shared some of his history with Victoria as they had talked but he hadn't told her everything about himself. He hadn't told her that, as the sole heir to the Buckingham Trust, a multi-million trust fund, its primary asset being the bank at which they worked. He would at some future date be the chairman of the board. After taking a master's of business administration he had joined the bank to learn the business from the ground up. The wines had come from the cellar of his family's estate. Roger, I have some chocolate-dipped strawberries for dessert, if you'll take them into the living room, I'll pour the Madeira and join you. Roger put the strawberries on the cocktail table and made himself comfortable on the sofa. Victoria, bringing the wine, joined him moments later. Roger, please try one of these, as she fed him a strawberry. They're delicious, now it's my turn, as he brought one of the chocolate delights to her lips. Alternately they fed each other, there was a sensuality about the act. After sipping a little wine they kissed. He drew her to him and gently nuzzled her, kissing her eyes, neck and lips. Victoria, you're an absolute joy, I don't think I've ever so enjoyed a woman's company. Oh Roger, this feels so nice, heavenly in fact. Would you care to dance beautiful lady? That would be wonderful. As they slowly stepped around the floor Victoria pulled Roger to her breasts and kissed him passionately. Roger allowed his hands to roam over her bottom, massaging her sweet cheeks and pulling her toward him so that their groins met. Grinding against each other, their passion rising, Victoria whispered, Roger, what are you feeling right now? Victoria, I'm a bit afraid to answer, I can be a bit or a rogue and I'm having some indelicate thoughts about you. Victoria, her voice rasping slightly from the arousal she was experiencing breathed, tell me what you're thinking. I'm thinking you have the most pulchritudinous posterior I have ever had the pleasure to encounter. I want to spank you and give you an enema before we make mad passionate love. You may slap me now for my thoughts, he smiled. Victoria's knees nearly buckled and she felt her panties being moistened. She couldn't believe her good fortune. This was the man of her dreams. Taking his hand she led him to the bedroom. She unbuttoned his shirt and hung it over the back of her chair then unbelted and unzipped his slacks. Taking these, she folded them and laid them on the chair. Still fully clad herself, she fell to her knees in front of Roger and began felleting him. When he was fully erect he took her under her arms and pulled her up to stand in front of him. Victoria, that felt wonderful but let's wait on that, I want this to be special for you. Roger unbuttoned her blouse and, taking it from her body admired her breasts. He turned her around, unclasped her brassiere and cupped her breasts while kissing her neck. Victoria shivered in anticipation as he slowly drew her slacks down. Now dressed in only her panties, Roger turned her to him and kissed her passionately. He directed her to the bedside and sat down, drawing her across his lap. Gently rubbing her bottom, he paused to admire.
As he rolled her panties down it was like exposing two ripe succulent pieces of fruit. Roger began to spank her, not viscous blows, merely love pats. He didn't want to hurt her as he took his pleasure. He struck her about twenty times turning her bottom a coral pink color that nearly matched her lipstick. Victoria was mewling. She was feeling a little pain, but a tremendous pleasure. Surprisingly she found being across a strong man's lap exciting. She could feel her vagina moistening and begin to weep with her juices. When he stopped spanking he rubbed her back and caressed her bottom asking, Are you ready for your enema? Yes. Will you prepare it? Make it a small one, maybe a quart or a quart and a half. I want to administer it while you lie across my lap, he said. Returning with the enema bag and a tube of KY jelly, she hung the bag on a hook above her bed and lay over Roger's lap. As Roger spread her open to apply the lube he was nearly overcome by the luridly appealing sight and her musky redolence. He paused for several seconds just to admire her and take in her pleasant aroma. He rubbed her beautiful bottom before circling her tight rose bud with his finger. Then, taking a glob of the lubricant, he inserted his finger into her anus, gently pumping several times then greasing the nozzle. He gently inserted it and twisted it, pumping it in and out several times, probing her most secret of places. He started the water flowing. Victoria's breathing had become ragged. She was experiencing an arousal greater than any she'd ever experienced before. Sex was wonderful but this was a fulfillment of a dream. She felt him insert the nozzle and the warm water begin to flow into her bowels. Moaning with pleasure she began to grind her pelvis into his rapidly swelling manhood. She wanted her enema then she wanted him in her. Roger thought, this is the woman I want. He had never been able to enjoy the treat of giving a woman an enema, it was about the only desire he'd not met, as wealthy as he was, if he wanted something he got it. He enjoyed her company and conversation, he liked her immensely and wanted to continue to see her. He was glad though that the enema was a small one, he didn't believe he could contain himself much longer, the sexual pressure she was applying to his penis would soon bring him over the brink. When the flow stopped he removed the nozzle and caressed her bottom. Would you like to lie here a little while, he asked. Yes, I would. I feel so secure with you holding me. Like a little girl in her strong daddy's arms. Roger could feel her water-distended tummy resting against his thigh. He continued to massage her bottom and rub her back. After about ten minutes of just quiet enjoyment of each other Victoria said, I need to get up now. Would you please pour us another glass of wine, I'll meet you back here. She had gathered the enema equipment and was reaching for the tube of lubrication. Roger stopped her. With a wicked smile he said, why not leave the lube, we may need it a little later. Victoria smiled back, perhaps. When Roger returned with the wine Victoria was already under the covers waiting. Roger handed her a glass of the Madeira and joined her in the bed. Sipping the wine he said, Victoria, that was the most sensuously, sexually arousing thing I've ever done. I've waited a lifetime for a woman I could share my secret pleasure with. God, you're a princess. Roger, I can say the same, well not that you're a princess, she smiled, 
but you are someone I've wanted to be with for as long as I can remember. Will you hold me? Setting both of their glasses on the nightstand, Roger took her into his arms and kissed her deeply. As they kissed he caressed her full breasts. Like the rest of her, they seemed perfect. Lowering his head, he took a nipple into his mouth and sucked. Victoria gasped in pleasure as Roger sucked her breasts and when he reached down and cupped her sex she began to moan quietly. Roger felt Victoria's body reacting to his attention, he slipped a finger between her lower lips and stroked labia. He kissed down over her tummy and nosed her sweet-smelling moms, licking through her silken blonde hair. Parting her lips he lapped her slit and tongued her vaginal opening. She was moaning more loudly now and was lubricating profusely. God, he thought, her taste was ambrosia. Finding her clitoris he began to suck the half-inch protrusion. Victoria thought she was going to die of pleasure. She was thrashing her head back and forth, her hair flying wildly as she moaned in full throat, Oh God Roger, oh, 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 please. Please. What she was saying made no sense although it wasn't words but rather feelings she was expressing. Roger's own arousal was peaking. Moistening a finger in Victoria's vagina, he rubbed her tight rose bud and slipped it in. As he attended to her clitoris and fingered her bottom, Victoria exploded in a massive orgasm, flooding Roger's face with her lusty juices. Without pause or hesitation, he licked her clean. Roger wanted to have sex with her but he'd neglected to bring a condom and he doubted Victoria would have any. Rising between her thighs he looked into her soulful eyes and said, Victoria, I want to have you but are we safe? Yes Roger, we're safe, I stay on the pill to regulate my periods. I'm ready for you, please take me. Poising himself against her upthrust vagina he ran his penis along her slit, till he found her entrance and pushed in. Victoria raised her legs and pulled her knees up opening herself more fully to Roger's thrusts. He stroked smoothly into her bringing her close to a second orgasm. She felt him begin to swell as he stroked her faster and deeper. She clamped his hips with her legs and pulled him into her as they simultaneously climaxed both loudly grunting from their efforts. It was fantastic. Roger remained in her as he softened. Caressing her breasts and kissing her lips he whispered sweet words in her ear. He still wanted her bottom tonight and he told her that he wanted her. Victoria was in a sexual bliss but his words still excited her. She wanted so badly for him to take her there. She was exceptionally anal erotic but the only real outlet she'd had for this passion was her self-administered enemas. She could feel her bottom tingling and her tummy getting watery at the thought. Roger, she asked as she took his flaxed member in her hand, may I help you get ready? Without waiting for an answer, she took him in her mouth and began to suckle. Sucking him until he began to stiffen she took him deeply into her throat and pumped up and down his shaft. When he was hard as a board she released him and rolled over saying, take me now Roger. Roger took the lubricant from the nightstand, squeezed some onto his fingers and pressed into her bottom pumping his fingers out to lubricate her deeply. Coating himself, he raised her legs and pressed into her. He wanted her on her back so he could watch her face. As he pressed into her she felt a twinge of pain and grimaced. Roger stopped and waited for her to accept him, 
he had seen the pain reflected on her face. She smiled up at him. He needed no further urging, pushing forward until his balls rested against her bottom. God he thought, this is like being stroked with a velvet glove. As his intensity rose he stroked into her more deeply and rapidly. Victoria was groaning and grunting to his thrusts, she could feel a climax coming for both of them. His penis was swelling, filling her even more and her tight rose bud was contracting, milking him. Suddenly he gripped her hips, pulled her to him and thrust as far into her as possible as he blasted his cum into her bowels. That was all it took to bring her to orgasm as her love juices flowed soaking them both. Roger continued to stroke into her slowing as he was drained. He looked down seeing himself still deeply ensconced in her body. What an exotic sight he thought, then as he softened and slipped out. Stay in the mood. Reading. Sex. Oh, and hey. Be sure to email to readingsex at icloud.com to read any story you'd like. It'll be a pleasure. Reading. Sex.